Hello, and welcome to the Mama Mentor Podcast. My name is Joyce, and here we talk everything life. Well, we've made it to the end of the year. Today is December 31st when I'm recording this podcast. I'm hopefully going to put it out today so you guys will get it before the new year. But it's the end of the year. We did it. A year of podcast, a year of growth, a year of learning new things and new ways of doing old things. How is everybody feeling? I know for me, there have been a lot of big changes this year. And I've just been really trying to just roll with the punches, so to speak. Um, And I think I'm doing pretty good. I think I'm doing pretty good. Lots of fun things happening on the farm this year. The garden, you know, some mishaps. Um, But overall, it was really, really good. Really looking forward to starting to be working towards that garden plan for next year. For those of you who have followed along on this journey, you'll know that this year um, was our first gardening year out at the farm. And so we put in a field garden and then we put one four by four raised bed garden in and it's going to be one of nine. So it's going to be in like a three by three grid of nine, four foot by four foot raised bed. There's going to be paths in between, arbors, solar lighting, and it's viewable from the deck. It gets good sun. It's going to be beautiful, just beautiful. And then of course our field garden, we are going to double the size of it. So we're going to have twice as much room as we did this year come springtime. So we're going to be able to grow even more things. We had so much success with potatoes and beans and flowers and squash and pumpkins. And even considering we didn't put stuff into the ground until July 1st, it was amazing the results that we received. From just breaking ground, putting in late, we really got that garden in and got some really good results first year. We're so pleased. So we are in that weird space right now between Christmas and New Year's. And I always like to take this time to just chill. Kind of just, you know, feel your feels. Do what feels good. Don't do what you're like, oh, that's too overwhelming. I don't want to take care of that right now. Then don't do it. Just don't do it. And it's really kind of the only week of the year that kind of everyone is on the same page. Like if you talk to anyone between Christmas and New Year's, nobody knows what day it is. Nobody knows the date. Everyone's just kind of on the same page of let's just kind of relax and unwind. That being said, I also do like to take the time to go through and do kind of do a tour around my house and gather up stuff that just, you know, on first glance going, yeah, I'm done with that. I'm done with that. Or, you know, that sweater doesn't fit or I don't really like that top or those I've been tripping over those shoes for months and, you know, nobody's going to wear them and just kind of box them all up. And then in the new year, I take a trip to the Goodwill and I drop it all off. 
And I also like to do things like wash my curtains, freshen up my bedding. But if you have listened to the Mama Mentor podcast in the past, you will know that I have a love affair with laundry. So for me, washing curtains and bedding is like where people are like, oh my God, I don't want to have to do that chore. Whereas me, I'm like, bring it on. Love it. That's what I do in my downtime. You know, that's what I do to relax is wash, wash some curtains. Not everybody's like that, and and I totally understand that because I know people who are like, oh yeah, I took everything out of my cupboards and just gave everything a fresh wash, you know, for the new year. And I'm just like, um, what drugs are you on? Because I'm sorry, I am not washing dishes that are in the cupboard. They go in clean, I'm assuming they're coming out clean. I don't freshen that crap up. But, but... Dishes aren't my thing. And for some people, dishes are their thing and they, and they wash them religiously. Like, you know, they'll wash every spoon and fork and cup that they use throughout the day. You know, they're the ones who are always, you know, doing that after dinner cleanup where everything's in the dishwasher, counters are washed, sink scrubbed, dishwasher goes on and you literally, you know, it's after dinner time because you can hear the dishwasher going in the background. Not one of those people. So I kind of, yeah, I kind of do a mix of the kind of pajamas, declutter, clean, nap, watch series. And um, funny enough, oddly enough, even though I did a whole bunch of bread baking and stuff for for the Christmas dinner, I don't actually eat a lot. You know, people are like, oh, I gained 10 pounds over the Christmas season. I don't do that simply because I don't eat a lot of the stuff that puts on that weight. And that doesn't make me better than anyone else or that I have so much self-control. I'm just picky and I only like certain things. Like, for example, I only like cranberry ginger ale and I only like turtles. So you can have 17 boxes of whatever kind of chocolate stacked up and they can be $100 boxes of chocolates. And I'll be like, no, no, thank you. Because I just don't like them. And so as a result, I don't tend to put on like that Christmas weight. So I don't tend to also feel bloated and worn out from all the eating. Uh, Because I, it's very, like I do eat the turkey stuffing, mashed potatoes, gravy, cream corn, buns, apple pie, ice cream. And let me tell you, between Christmas and New Year's, apple pie and ice cream can be breakfast. It's the one week of the year it can be breakfast. And let me tell you, a couple times this week it was breakfast. As a matter of fact, my New Year's breakfast for tomorrow, apple pie and ice cream. And it's fine. And it's fine. I don't suggest you make that a year-long habit because that's going to catch up to you in a bunch of different ways. But, you know, a few days... A few days at the end of the year, not is it's not it's not not nobody is like gaining fifty pounds or ruining their health or anything that you can think of for having pie and ice cream for breakfast, say three days out of the year or four days out of the year. That's just not happening. So you know, slow your roll on the judgment. Um, but yeah, so I kind of do like, and it's very free for all at my house. Like we kind of eat when we're hungry, sleep when we're tired over this week, really not a lot of schedule. And like I said, I just kind of putter around and I do a little bit of cleaning, a little bit of relaxing as I imagine the rest of you all do too. So something I did start though, this December, cause I wanted to beat the rush 
is I started going back to the gym and I didn't do it for the reason that I would do it in my 20s. In my 20s, it was all about, I have to be a certain weight, have to be a certain size, you know, I have to have this certain reflection in the mirror, blah, blah, freaking blah. You know, I'm in my early 50s, very early. Let's bold italicize, underline that concept, very early, like I'm 51. So I'm just barely over the cusp. My goal in going to the gym is because I want to make sure that my body doesn't tap out before my mind does. So that means if I get up in the morning and go, oh, you know, I'm going to go and plant up the gardens today and then I'm going to like mow some lawn and I'm going to do some wood projects and maybe I'm going to do some quilting and maybe I'm, and then later I'm going to have a walk with my friend. I don't want throughout that day to have to cancel anything that I wanted to do that's physical because my body can't handle it. I'm too tired. I'm too sore. I don't have the capacity that that's what I don't want. I don't want my body having to tap me out of my life. So that's why I'm going back to the gym and I'm doing weights and I'm doing swimming and it's a great combination. It's a really great combination. Side note for any of you who are doing starting fitness, I'm going to give you a couple tips. One, Start slow. Don't go back into the gym. I don't care if you used to run half marathons. If it's been even six months since you have regularly worked out, start slow. Start slow. Um, I Right now I have a shoulder injury, so I am only weight training the lower half of my body, which is totally fine because I'm doing... Um, What's the word for it? Um, I'm doing not shoulder therapy. What is it called? Anyways, it's, it's the movements to, to help the shoulder heal. So that's all I'm doing for upper body right now. But then I'm doing swimming because when you're in the water, nothing weighs anything. And so if you've got like trouble with knees or shoulders or anything like joint problems, then because buoyancy in the water, um, is a thing it's it immediately takes all the weight off like immediately when I'm in the water my shoulder doesn't hurt so I'm doing that as well but so yeah take it slow and here's your other tip if you're going to do swimming and I am new to this like really freaking new to this just got these get some water shoes for the pool I don't know if it's just me okay it isn't just me because I see a lot of women like from younger than my age to well over my age. I would say it's kind of a 35 and up thing, but it should be an everyone and up thing. These water shoots, they're cheap. They were like 18 bucks off of Amazon and they weigh nothing at all. Like it's not like you've got like these two blocks around your ankles and they slide on. But here's the thing, two things they do, three things they do for me. It helps me to feel more secure, like I'm not going to wipe out on the pool deck as I'm walking from like pool to pool, because we have like a lazy river at our pool, and then we have a deep end, and then we have a hot tub, and then we have a sauna, and all that stuff, and it makes me feel like as I'm walking around, I'm not going to just wipe out and bite it, because they're grippy on the bottom. That's one. Second of all, my the soles of my feet are very tender, and pool bottoms 
are rough. Now, one of the things we have at our pool is we have a lazy, it's called a lazy river. It's, it's, it's just like it sounds like it's, it's quite deep. Like it's almost up to your shoulders and it's got waves to it. So you can just kind of float along on a tube. You can swim along, you can walk along, you can run along, but your feet are always in contact. Usually unless you're swimming with the bottom of the pool. And if you do that for a long period of time, and especially if you go often, it'll tear up the bottom of your feet. At least mine does because I have like tender skin. I don't have rough calloused bottom feet. So it protects my feet and they literally dry out so fast. Like if I go swimming and then hang these up to dry, first of all, they don't drip everywhere either. So they just, they're just wet and then they're, and then they dry out by the next day. Like if you hang them up at night by morning, they'll be dry. The third thing that they do, and I didn't even realize how important that this was to me because I bought them to be clear for the first two benefits. The stability and, and, and safety on the pool deck and the keeping my soles, my feet from being, you know, chewed up. This third thing was a bonus. I didn't realize how badly I needed until I had it. And I'm sorry, I will never, ever go into a pool ever again in my life without these things on. I don't like having my bare feet come into contact with public spaces. Like, think about if you were walking around a mall barefoot. Would you do it? Probably not. Why? Because it's gross. And I understand the science behind the fact that it's not like that at the pool because of the how they treat the water and they're cleaning it all the time and blah, blah. And I get that. But the emotional component to having that separation between my feet and public spaces chef's kiss chef's kiss i'm not even going to tell you how amazing like you walk it's like oh my god i thought i loved being in the pool before it's a whole different ball game when your feet are not in contact with the public space i don't know what it is maybe it's a germaphobe thing i have i am a little bit of a germaphobe not to the not to the excessive thing but it's just that mm, kind of thing. And I love it. Get yourself a pair of water shoes. But anyways, I started that in December so that like I was beating kind of the new year's rush because I wanted to have some stuff started so that I wasn't starting fresh. Like, cause there's going to be a lot of new people at the gym and the pool and wherever you're going for fitness in the new year. And I wanted to be kind of ahead of the game a little bit in my own mind. And so I'm excited about that. I'm loving going. It's some time for personal reflection. I listen. I've got headphones. Um, it's funny because mine actually look like that they're those those over-the-ear um, iPod ones. You know, those big headphone iPods? And they're not. They're literally like, I think I spent $25 on them. And they're pink because, of course, they are. They're pink. Everything I have is pink. And I love them. And I listen to audiobooks. I haven't yet. I'm going to build a playlist for my workouts but right now I'm still really into the audiobooks and so I listen to those and I get really wrapped up in them so it's just really keeps me in the right headspace for a workout so that's really great that's what I'm doing going into the new year and you've probably seen all over social media this time of year because it comes up quite a bit two things 
is um, vision boards and word of the year. So if you follow me on Instagram, and my Instagram handle is at seven Martians on Mars. That's my handle. One day I will tell you guys the story because it's quite a cute and endearing story of how I, okay, you know what? I'm just going to tell you now because I've been saying all year, every time I mention my handle, I'm going to tell you, I always say, I'm going to tell you this story of how I got the handle. Okay. So this is how I got the handle. So one night and this had to be, oh, it had to be eight years ago now. Um, right. You know, before I even, you know, started anything. And I was driving in the car and my youngest son was in the backseat and he was young. He was like six or seven years old. And he says to me, he said, mom, he said, what do you, what did you want to be when you grew up when you were my age? And so I said to him, I said, I wanted to be a writer. And he said to me, well, how come you aren't? And I paused and realized that I didn't have a good answer for that question. Because there wasn't a good answer for that question. There was absolutely no reason in this world why I couldn't be writing. And I told him that. I said, I actually don't have a good answer for that. I said, I just haven't been. And he goes, well, you should start. And I said, yeah, I've always wanted to write a book. And this is what he said. He said, you should call the book Seven Martians on Mars. Right out of the blue. And there was just something that ignited in my soul that night in the car, spurred on by my, by my youngest son, that propelled me onto this journey of, you know, having, having Instagram you know, doing some writing, doing planners and journals that are sold on Amazon, working on writing some books. It just propelled me into that. And so naturally, that's what I called my Instagram handle is seven Martians on Mars. And it's something we talk about quite frequently. He will say to me, do you remember when we were in the car and we had, and like, he remembers it. He remembers this as a pivotal point where things started to change, where, where, you know, I did start doing writing. I did start doing that creative process. I did start pursuing my dreams a little more, you know, profusely. And so it's very, spe- and I, it's funny cause I all, I almost changed my handle when I started the podcast, because, you know, I wanted it to be, you know, the mom and mentor podcast and then have a matching Instagram handle. And I didn't because that's where it started. And that is such a core memory for me and for him that it's a handle I'll have forever. So that's the story. So anyway, if you don't follow me on Instagram, please follow me because you'll get kind of behind the scenes things. And it's also where you can, if you go to my profile link on my Instagram, it's where you can find all my planners and journals that are for sale on Instagram or on Amazon. Um, It's where you can follow me on Pinterest. It's where you can follow me on TikTok and all those places. And it's also where you can um, go to my Etsy store and 
you know, purchase some of the things I talk about. Like, so, you know, right now I have like Christmas stuff up, which obviously it's Christmas is over, but there's going to be stuff coming up that's going to be for the new year, Valentine's Easter, that kind of stuff. Right now there's um, a 2024 planner that is on sale. It's a digital planner that you can use in GoodNotes. It is all hyperlinked. So much fun to use. There's going to be sticker packs that you can buy to add on to that, to decorate your digital planner. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So that's a good place to follow along for me. Because one of the things I'm actually going to be putting out in the next week is, because like I said, there's two things you're hearing a lot about right now on all social media is vision boards and word of the year. So I am creating a couple of different styles of digital vision boards so that that way you can pull those fun pictures off of the internet like from Instagram on Pinterest and all those kind of things so that you can have a really great digital vision board so you can use it as the wallpaper for your phone for your iPad for your for your computer you can you will also be able to like once you put together your vision board you'll also be able to like actually print it out and put it in a frame and hang it on your wall if that's something that you choose to do. And it's not going to be very expensive. I'm going to make it very affordable, like under $5. So because I really want everyone to really get into vision boarding this year because it really does make a difference. When you get up every morning and throughout the day and you're looking at things that you want to accomplish and it's right there and you're seeing it and you're seeing it you're you're seeing that well-placed garden you're seeing those vegetables that you want to grow you're seeing the flowers you want to grow you you're seeing that you know maybe you have an ideal outfit like this really cute outfit that you know is just your go-to outfit like for you know going out with girls night or whatever or maybe you have an ideal workout outfit or you have you're trying to put together a good living room or an office or a sitting room or your bedroom, things like that. It's a great place to put those ideas up. Maybe this is the year that you're planning for your wedding. You're planning to have children. And so you need some ideas of what's what, what kind of things do you want for your reception and for your bridesmaids and for your hair and for your makeup. You know, maybe you're, maybe you're just found out you're pregnant and you're going, you know, maybe you have children, maybe you, this is your first child and you're like, okay, and I'm, I want to, you know, now it's name picking and is there going to be a nursery? What kind of things do I want that'll make my mothering journey more personal to me so that I can be the best mom that I can be? Um, notice how I never use the word perfect because we are not ever striving for perfection, especially here on the Mama Mentor Podcast, because that doesn't exist. We can have perfect moments in our life and there's some beautifully perfect moments in our lives if we are open to seeing them. But you are not going to have a perfect home, a perfect child, a perfect body, perfect hair all the time. Sometimes you can really knock it out of the park. I've had some amazing hair days. Um, but we're trying to be the we're trying to show up for ourselves in our life the best way that we can. And I think vision boards really help. And you know, I'm from that era where we literally clipped stuff 
I used to, I, I actually have this bulletin board. I still have the bulletin board. It's like a, I don't know what size it is. It's big. Like it's like bigger than a turkey platter, huge. And I literally, it's a cork board. And I literally would cut pictures out of magazines and glue them directly onto the cork board and hang the cork board so I could see my vision every year. And I've been using it for years. And you would be surprised how when you have a vision board that you are looking at all the time, how naturally those ideas start organically bleeding into your life. I had this picture and I, it's funny. I, it's not up on my vision board, but for some reason I have this unfinished wall in my laundry room. We're going to take care of that this year. Hopefully like it's just drywall. Like it's not even mudded and taped. It's literally drywall screws. That's it. Like this, like no mudding and taping, no painting, nothing. And whatever made me do this, I don't know, but I glued a picture from a magazine onto the wall, like just a glue stick. It's not like I, you know, crazy glued it or anything. But it's a picture of like a walled garden with like raised garden beds with paths around it and lighting and trellis. Do you see where I'm going with this? That picture has been hanging in my laundry room for more than 10 years. More, I would say probably close to 15 years it's been hanging there. It's just a piece of paper from a magazine. I can't believe it's held up this well. Um, and it's funny because... Uh, when we were planning the nine grid at the farm, it just seemed like the way to do it. And it wasn't until like I built the first one and planted it and it was growing and I was doing laundry one day and I happened to just glance at this picture, which I do every time I do laundry. And, I, and it finally occurred to me, it's like, that's why that idea seemed like the right idea because I'd literally been looking at this dream for almost 15 years and now it's getting to come into reality. And it was so nice to just not even have to struggle with what's that going to look like because I know what it's going to look like. I've been looking at what I want it to look like for almost 15 years. And now it's, and now it's coming. Not everything's going to take 15 years, obviously. I had the idea of the cute little kind of winter, like early winter to early spring, like definitely not the cold, cold winter, outfit that I wanted from Lululemon. Lululemon's expensive. Some of, some of you people can be buying that just on any old time, but some of us have to be waiting for some sales. And over months of curating on sales stuff, I, I'm waiting for the last piece of the outfit to come because I got it on sale. I used a gift card. It was on, the item was on sale. Plus I had a gift card. So I only had to pay a small amount and it was the most expensive piece of the outfit, but it ended up being like almost the lowest that I paid for cost to get it because of the gift card and because it's been on sale. So super great experience. And, you know, I didn't have to wait years and years and years. I, I wanted this outfit. I was thinking about this outfit for like, I don't know, three or four months and just, and just like watching for sales, just really watching for sales, checking. I got the app, you know, got in on some Black Friday deals, you know, got some pieces there. And, and the last piece, okay, so the last piece was that if you do Lululemon, you'll know what I'm talking about. 
it's the it's the wonder puff cropped vest and i wanted it in a very specific color now i can't remember i think they call this color tunisian sand or something like that i would call it champagne so those of you who are older than 30 it's champagne like if i said it's champagne like champagne lingerie. you know when you get really expensive lingerie and it's that kind of goldy beige color and they call it champagne it's that color and I actually went into the store and I tried on like all different sizes so I'd know what size to order because I knew like Boxing Day they're going to have some sort of sale. And I had a gift card and I was really hoping this was one of the things that they put on sale. And because I only wanted it because here's the thing when stuff goes on sale. Yeah, it's on sale, but sometimes your size sells out. So sometimes you even though it's still on sale, like it doesn't have your size. So it doesn't matter like unless you're size two which I'm not. So I was like, I actually, what I do is I put it in my cart because then it auto, like when stuff goes on sale, just automatically reduces it. So I happened to check on, I think it was Christmas Eve and they dropped their, their boxing day sale early, which was, I don't know if they did it for everyone, but I know if you have the app, it drops early. And so I was able to get that vest in my size because I take one of the most popular sizes. So I take a size 12. Size 12, 10, 12, and 14 in Lululemon is the first to go in any sale. The first to go. And sometimes the bigger sizes like the 16, 18, 20, they don't have, not all of their stuff comes in 16, 18, and 20. So sometimes the biggest size is 14, but those like 12 and 14s really sell out fast. So, and I was able to get it because it literally, I found it, it dropped. I went on the site. They had the, the size I want, the color I wanted. And it was well, like, it was less than half price. Plus I had a key, plus I had a gift card. So I didn't have to pay that much. So I'm just waiting for the final piece so I can have my chef's kiffs outfit to wear for the winter. And we have been having such a mild winter that I, that I will probably be able to wear this because this is how you, you know, you have the pants, then you have a top and you have like a, a half zip hoodie and then you put this vest over top and you, it, you're warm, it's great for activities. So if you're going out for walks or if you're going to the gym or whatever, it's just cute and functional and, and whether or not it's functional, I wanted it. And I've got the toque already that I've had for a couple years. It's not Lululemon, but it's got that, you know, that bougie style to it that looks like it would go with the outfit. And, and here's the thing. Not only do, am I going to have this whole outfit, but it is the first time. Like people who know me are going to be startled when they see me in this. Not because of the, the fact that it's Lululemon, although that might get them too, because everyone knows that I'm super frugal. So, but of course they're going to be like, okay, you got it on some major sale. Plus you used a gift card or something like that. Cause they know I'm not going to pay hundreds of dollars for a vest, but the color is what's going to get them that champagne color because everything I own is black or shades of gray other than the one pink hoodie that I have. And the one kind of like, burnt orange t-shirt I have other than that everything when I say everything socks underwear bra everything 
black or shades of various shades of gray. I think I have a cranberry colored like light sweater. And this is champagne. So they're going to be startled that, that this is, but I wanted it. And it took me months to get it, to get the whole outfit assembled. And we're having such a great winter that, you know, it's, it's still going to be climate appropriate when I get it. Um, although part of me is kind of thinking that the second that I get it, that we're going to get like, I don't know, three feet of snow and the temperatures are going to plummet to where wearing this outfit because it doesn't have sleeves because it's just a vest that you wear over a hoodie is like, I, I've completely envisioned myself going out and doing a couple of errands, freezing my ass off because I'm going to wear it at least a few times before I switch to my winter coat, just because I've waited, you know, months for this outfit. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the, the, the temperature is going to plummet and we're going to get gobs of snow just because I finally have the outfit assembled. But yeah, vision boards are really a great way to keep your goals and the things that you're really working towards front and center in your vision. And what we see, it kind of repeats in our mind that that's what we're doing and that's visual manifestation. And the more we see it and the more we, you know, emotionally interact with that, the more that it becomes center in our goals and our actions and our actions start being centered on how am I going to achieve this? You know, when you, when you, if you have pictures of like baked goods all over your vision board, you're going to see that and you're going to be like, okay, I, I need to find a good bread recipe or I need to find a good muffin recipe or, you know, how do I make pancakes from scratch or you know, maybe you put uh, a picture of a beautiful quilt and you put the quilt block pattern on your vision board and you look at it and you look at it and the more you look at it, you will start seeing past that first glimpse of the, of the quilt's block pattern and you'll start to see it's just a bunch of sewn straight lines. That's one of the things, side note, because I quilt. Now, for the better part of my quilting journey, I quilted squares. So I just sewed a bunch of squares together and then, you know, did the center, did the back. Um, I've machine quilt. I've tie quilted. I've never gotten anything long armed before. Um, long arm is when they, is when they put it on, it, it's a long arm sewing machine. So it can sew all the way across your quilt, but it puts these intricate patterns on. So like when you go to a quilt show or somebody's selling a quilt at a farmer's market and they have these great patterns all over them, that's called long arm quilting. Or sometimes they do free motion quilting. I'd like to give my hand a try at that. That's with a regular sewing machine, but it's a special kind of attachment. So you can kind of make your own design and you, there's even acrylic kind of templates that you can use to run your free motion arm around so that it makes a pattern takes a little bit longer than a free arm than a long arm but it kind of gives kind of that almost that same aesthetic but I used to think that you know those inter you know like tulips and you know maple leaves and you know the houses on the coast like those are so hard and then I actually started watching I'm gonna plug them because they're great um it's called the fat quarter shop they have a YouTube channel. Um, they also have a store you can order crap from. I shouldn't say crap. They have amazing things you can order from their shop. But they have a YouTube channel. And I started watching this YouTube channel. And they do, like, so let's say a quilt has, you know, I don't know, 40 blocks to it, but they're all the same. 
they will do in real time cutting, piecing together, and sewing one quilt block. So like the show will be half an hour, and they'll do the whole block. And it, you start really realizing all of those little intricate patterns that you're seeing on those quilts that look so hard are not. They are just a bunch of straight lines being sewed. Like obviously when you get into applique or making those, what are they called? They're the circular pieces. I'm trying to think what they're called. There's a special name for them. I can't remember it off the top of my head right now. Um, but most of it's just sewing straight lines and you can make some really amazing patterns. And so I got into doing that because I kept looking for it. I kept it forefront in my mind. Same with crocheting. So those of you who also have followed me on Instagram here know that I like to crochet just for fun. I like to make blankets for friends and family for my house. I probably won't make any more for my house because I literally have crocheted so many blankets for my house and I want to do more quilts for my house. So I'm probably going to lean more onto that, but out at the farm, you know, we're just starting that process. So, you know, it's a great time to be making a whole bunch of blankets for out at the farm. And I've, and I can crochet that blanket. No problem. Don't have to really pay attention. I've got it down pat. Over the Christmas holidays, I bought myself off of um, a YouTube creator. I bought a beanie pattern. I think she calls it a beanie pattern. It's called Northwest. I think she calls it the Northwest beanie. Anyways, it's a crocheted beanie. And she makes one in an hour. Like she can make one in an hour. So, and I've never crocheted off a pattern before. And, but I, I bought the right wool I have the right hook. I am determined. I'm going to watch the videos. I'm going to slow down the videos. I'm going to watch them hundreds of times. I'm going to trial and error until I get it down pat, till I make a beanie. And I am, I don't care if it takes me till summertime to crochet my first beanie, because once you do the first one, all the others will be easier after, but I'm going to learn. And I, that's one of the things that's going on my vision board is the picture of that beanie completed so that I can keep it forefront of my mind. Oh, right. I have to watch more videos. Oh, right. I have to practice. And, you know, I'm going to have pictures of, you know, the like gym equipment and swimming and I'm going to have gardening pictures and I'm going to have pictures of garden structures and I'm going to have pictures of really great recipes and cute outfits and paint colors because I want to, I have a really long, narrow hallway in my house and I've owned my house for 15 years and I've never painted the hallway. And I know this is silly, so I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. I'm horrible at picking paint colors, not picking them. Actually, that's not true. I'm really great at picking a paint color, but then just never painting it. I actually have two or three like test swatches painted down that hallway that are horrible. I would never paint them that color now because that swatch is like, you know, 13, 14 years old and I don't like that color anymore. But I want to paint my hallway. And I'm not even going to obsess about it. I'm literally going to pick a color. I'm going to put the, put the paint color on my vision board. I'm going to look at it for a couple of weeks. And then I'm just going to go buy the paint and paint the hallway. And if I hate it, then I'll paint it a different color. 
because the amount of time that's gone by that could have had three or four different colors of hallway by this time, because I've painted my front door four different colors, so but never done my hallway because I have, you know, I have decision-making issues where it's like, I think I want to make the decision to it. Mm, I don't want to commit to that, so I don't do it. But I'm just going to paint the hallway. So that's going to be up on my vision board. A couple of quilts quilts that I want to do are going to have a little bit more intricate pattern. So those quilt blocks are also going to be up on my vision board. So I want everybody to have a chance to do a vision board. So you will be able to find that on my Etsy shop through the link in my profile on my Instagram. So go and follow me there. The other thing is the word of the year. And I, I'm not going to lie. I struggle with this every year and I kind of half-ass it. And then I was listening to Mel Robbins the other day on TikTok. I scroll TikTok. Don't come after me. I love it. It's great. I know people, they're like, oh, well, that's, you know, mind-numbing. Yeah, well, people watch YouTube all the time and people watch Instagram reels. It's like, I like TikTok. It's fun. You know, I'm not wearing a tinfoil hat and digging a, like an 80-foot bunker under my house. Like, I'm not, like, going off the deep end. Um... But, you know, that's where I learned some of my sourdough recipes. Side note, speaking of sourdough, just started making sourdough cinnamon buns over the holidays because of a recipe I saw on TikTok. Super easy, you know, literally watched the video, made the sourdough. I had my sourdough already, like, um, fed for the day because I'd been making bread. I'm like, yeah, what the heck? I'm going to make cinnamon buns too. So we were able to have cinnamon buns for Christmas morning. And that was amazing. And I love that. So, but I was listening to uh, Mel Robbins on TikTok. And she was saying, you know, like about New Year's resolutions. And she goes, how about we just do more of what works and do less of what doesn't? And that just, that, that hit me in the feels. And I'm like, that is so exactly what we need to do. So my word of the year, and I'll explain why after, is going to be live. Because instead of always chasing things in our life and, you know, going, oh, I need to do this and I need to do that and I need to do the other thing. And, you know, I'm trying to do this. And I'm trying to do that. I'm going to live my life in 2024. I'm going to live it. And someday... Some days during that year, as I'm living my life, I will be doing great things in pursuit of my goals. And other days, I will just simply be living. But I'm going to live every day. I'm not going to wait for some magical accomplishment so that I can go, oh, well, now I'm living better, or now I'm happier, or now I'm more accomplished, or now I'm a better person, or now I'm thinner and taller and more organized and I get up early, whatever. No, I'm going to live every day. I'm going to live every day. And that means I am going to find the joy in everything. I'm going to enjoy a cup of tea in the morning. I'm going to enjoy my time at the gym. I'm going to enjoy a walk. I'm going to enjoy a nap. I'm going to enjoy pursuit of my hobbies. I'm going to enjoy time with family and friends. And I'm going to live each day. And not be so focused on the future 
that I forget to live today. And I don't know about anybody else, but I have a hard time not getting caught up in that, where I'm so focused on next week, next month, you know, this goal, when this goal gets achieved and when this happens in the future, and I forget about today and I let today just be wasted really because I'm not, I'm not taking the joy out of today. I'm not appreciating today and whatever I'm doing. And that might be, I'm curled up under a blanket watching my favorite show. I want to enjoy that to its fullest unapologetically. Maybe I'm at the gym and you know, pushing a new goal. I want to enjoy that unapologetically. Maybe I am working on a new hobby, which I have one. And if you guys haven't tried this, I haven't tried it yet. I got it for Christmas. It's Row Life. It's a DIY miniature house. So what it is, it's kind of like, it falls under the category of like book nook. So if you don't know what that is, like, so on a bookshelf, instead of all your books crammed together, you slide these little structures in between the books and they light up so that as you're like, so if you walk into a room, you know, you're, and your books are all there in between like two books, there's like this little, like, it could be a shop. I have a greenhouse. I've seen library, like little miniature libraries. And it's this little like room tucked in between your books on your bookshelf. And I just think it's the most magical thing ever. And I got one for my Christmas present. And I got the greenhouse one, which is so apropos because it's a greenhouse and I love gardening. And it's got a million pieces. And I'm really not super great with the whole Lego thing. Or um, actually, I have a really hard time um, assembling 3D items from a 2D instruction. So this is going to have some growth attached to it, but I'm super excited because the finished product looks so beautiful and it's something that's going to, it's not something that you hurry up and put together. Like, it's not like, oh, this is a, a shelf. You hurry up and put it together and you can put books on it. This is something that it's going to take time to put together and the joy is won't be just found in the finished product of the greenhouse, but in the assembly itself, that each little piece as you put it on is going to be bringing joy. And there's a lot of pieces, so it's going to take a lot of time. So it's really something that, like I said, there's going to be emotional growth through this and intellectual growth through this and I'm going to learn a new skill and I'm going to really feel accomplished when I get it done and it's going to look amazing on my bookshelf. I will absolutely post a picture of it on my bookshelf when it's done with the little light on and you'll be able to see. Um, I got, this one came from Amazon. So the company is R-O-L-I-F-E. That's one company. Another company that does these things is called Booknook. And you can get all kinds of ones. You, there's Harry Potter ones. There's library ones. There's greenhouse ones. There's bedroom ones, I think. There's kitchen ones. Um, there's shops, like flower shops one. I think I would like the flower shop one too. And the library one, to be honest with you. Um, but this is, this is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. And I'm excited in the fact that it's going to take some time because 
another thing that goes along with my word of the year of live is that we are always in such a rush for that instant gratification. Let's hurry up and get this done. Let's hurry up and get those results. Let's hurry up and get to that finish line. And this project just organically is not going to be that way. You cannot rush this process. Well, you could, but it would look crappy. Like it is supposed to take time and you're supposed to enjoy that it takes time. And so this was just the perfect gift to go along with my word of the year. And actually a couple of people, a couple of other um, content creators that I follow and that I'm in contact with on TikTok and Instagram also got this exact model. So this one is called Kathy's Flower House. So if you want, the, if you want to know exactly what it looks like, before I post the picture, it's Kathy's Flower House. Kathy with a C from Row Life. And a bunch of us got, this, got the same one, so it's super exciting because we're all going to be putting it together and then we can kind of share. Because there is, like, even though there's instructions on how, put to, how to put it together, it's a greenhouse. So you might put your flower pot in a different place as a different creator. You might, you know, you, you might put the tools leaning up against something else. Like there's like, there is room for personalized personalization and no two kits are going to be put together the same way. And I, I'm just so thrilled. I'm just so thrilled. You will know how amazing this is for me to especially get this one because this so reminds me of like a Monty Don greenhouse. So if you um, don't know who Monty Don is, he is a very famous gardener and he is the host of Gardener's World. It's a, it's a BBC program. You can, I think it's BritBox that it's on. I'm pretty sure it's BritBox that it's on. You can also get it on YouTube, either or. Um, but I love him. I love him. I love his dogs. I love his gardening. I love his just matter of fact way of like how he really makes everyone feel like they can be like a master gardener. And it's amazing. And this Kathy's flower house really reminds me of one of the greenhouses on his property. So I'm super excited to get started. So hopefully you guys will, the, the vision board template like I said, it's going to be under $5. It's going to be on my Etsy shop. It should be up no later than the 2nd or 3rd of January. And you'll be able to get it through the profile link on my Etsy, in, on my, not my Etsy, my Instagram. Just go to my profile link. It'll be under my Etsy store. And it'll be featured. I'll make sure it's featured. So when you click on the Etsy store link, the planner, like the digital planner, and then this in, and this vision board, digital vision board will be like, like right, like when you first click on it. So you won't have to like go hunt around or anything. And yeah, you can put it, I'm going to put mine, I'm going to do mine as the, the lock screen of my iPad. I'm also going to put it on my phone and I'm actually going to have a big printout of it done to hang on my wall just so that when I get, first of all, it's going to be aesthetically pleasing because vision boards are just, I know I say this a lot, but chef's kiss. I think so anyway. And I've got a beautiful um, picture frame that I literally thrifted. Oh gosh, it's got to be 10 years ago. And it's kind of that gold antique gold with like 
flowery edges. It's anyways, it's beautiful. And it would just be perfect to frame my vision board in for the year and to be my vision board frame from year to year. I've never printed one out. I've either, like I said, done the magazine one or done it digitally, but this year I'm going to do it digitally and I'm going to print it out and I'm going to put it in this glorious frame because why shouldn't our goals and hopes and dreams be framed in a beautiful frame? And yeah, and I've been hanging on to this frame for forever not knowing what I was going to put in this frame and the vision board was just literally an automatic thing. Like, why not? Of course, that's what it's, it was for that the whole time. Like it's one of those things like, oh, no, that was it for the whole time. So I hope that you will join me on th this journey coming up. I hope that you will pick a really good word for your 2024 year, something that really embodies what your mindset is for the year, what your goals and plans are going to be centered around. I hope you will join me on doing a digital vision board and, and really go to that extra step of printing it out and hanging it up so that it's not only on your digital devices, but it's also physically in your space. This is the last podcast for this year. So this is the last episode of season one of the Mama Mentor podcast. Season two starts next week. I'm super excited about that. We are going to be doing a lot of amazing things in the coming year. We are going to learn new skills. We are going to build on the skills we already have. We are going to be gentle with ourselves. And as always on the Mama Mentor podcast, we are going to take what works and toss the rest because life is too short to be told what to do. Have a wonderful day. Happy New Year to everyone. Love you tons. See you in the next season. Bye-bye.